So this is the last time that we will be hearing Paul writing to the Galatians for quite some time. And he does not disappoint in this final volley that we have heard just a few moments ago. He's writing to a people who are having trouble coming together as a church. And this is so important to all churches, and especially St. Michael and all angels. We are of an age. We are coming close to our 75th anniversary. And historically, those people who observe and study churches as they um, are birthed and how they go through adolescence and finally age. Um, that 70-year mark is where things begin to either strengthen and solidify for the very long term or things get a little wonky. They get um, to a place where maybe the people um, find themselves in a position like the Galatians. And so this is very important for us at St. Michael's. So Paul is reducing the several themes of his letter to a very thick syrup of what it means to be a disciple inside a community who worships God, this new creation that he so often writes of. Now, Paul was speaking mostly about how individuals should behave in last week's lesson. But now we come to his admonitions about how people coming together as a church should go forth in the name of Christ. So the one thing to remember is the church is not this. It's wonderful to think that it is a church but friends the church of saint michael and all angels sits in these pews this is not the church you are the church were a hurricane to come through dallas and rip all of this down god forbid saint michael and all angels continues because the people are the church so Paul begins um, by writing about responsibility for others as being the line in the sand. So you remember from uh, the Old Testament, the story of Cain and Abel. God comes to quiz Cain on the whereabouts of his brother Abel. And so there's this famous interaction. Cain says, am I my brother's keeper? Well, things didn't go so well for Cain after that. Christ has liberated each one of us from keeping the some 613 laws of the Old Testament so we can turn our attention to the summary of the law, that which we heard in Paul's letter to the Galatians, to love the Lord our God with all our, with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our mind, and then to love our neighbor as ourselves. This is the creation of the church. And there's this idea of personal responsibility. And here's where things get so dicey among Christians, especially in this day and age. With freedom comes responsibility. It takes a long discipleship to begin to chip away at our egos the part of us that says, hey, you know, I'm fine, I'm a good person, I don't need any help, I'm not even sure I need to go to church anymore. God knows my heart. 
The Christian life is a discipline. It is a challenge. And if anybody tells you different, they're selling you something. And if we're truly honest, we know that we reap what we sow. We see this in our own lives. We see this in the lives of our friends and family. So once we get out of the habits of the spiritual disciplines that keep us on kind of the straight and narrow as a faith community, well, it turns into a free-for-all. So when we get out of the habit of prayer, that voice, that ego inside of us says, you know, I don't really need to pray. God knows what's in my heart. It's okay. That is the beginning of the dissolution of the church. It's deforming the body of Christ. Each time we throw off a characteristic of the well-worn path in the Christian life, we diminish the checks and balances on the life of freedom we find in Christ. And here's the actual rub. The Apostle Paul writes that salvation is by faith and not works, and this is true. We hold this even today. But we know that actions have consequences, even eternal consequences. Once we begin to let our ego dictate our actions over the good of the community, churches die. This is precisely what Paul is warning against. And it's sometimes it's very, very hard to think that we are the church, not the mortar, not the brick. So, how does this special community actually come into being? How are churches formed and reformed and renewed when things go kind of awry? So, it turns out that it's not all that different about how we form families. It's all about trust. It turns out that Paul describes as the cross of the Lord Jesus by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. This idea of trust, that he believes in the cross of Christ. So, we look mainly to the Scriptures. We look at that time in the Garden of Gethsemane when Jesus is facing this horrible thing that is coming to Him, and He's on His knees, and He's praying to the Father, and He is in such turmoil that He's sweating blood. We all know this story. And we see it on the page. Jesus asks God if there's any way that this cup can pass from Him. And then in a flash, he comes back to himself. He reconstitutes himself. And then he says those famous words, but not my will, but yours alone. The cross points directly to this trust that Jesus has in the Father, even to death. It's the cross, trust in the cross that is the standard bearer for us as a family of God. Paul is writing to the Galatians, begging them to be faithful to the work of the cross in the same way that Jesus remained faithful in that Garden of Gethsemane and beyond. It's the cross that Paul boasts of. That is the heart of the gospel. 
Whenever we read the gospel, it is the cross of Christ and our trust in it that lifts us up, that becomes the very core of our being. And so there's this great lesson for our parish. Has the world been crucified to us? Have we been crucified to the world? Where is our trust in all of this? And this is what the Lord Jesus Christ offers to us, everlasting life through the gift of Jesus on the cross. Our sins forgiven, work in the kingdom accomplished in the name of Christ. So this is how churches reconstitute themselves with trust in Jesus Christ. So our lesson going forward is to simply find some time maybe to meditate on this idea about how we wish to be at St. Michael. How do we go forward as the body of Christ as we move into our 75th year? Find some time and just think about how we should come together and communicate your ideas, thinking about how we can go together as a body of Christ into the future for the next 75 years. All of this supported by Scripture, Paul's writing to the Galatians saying, think about this, give yourself to each other, trust in the cross of Christ, and all will be well.